Yo, bro. Yo. Brothers talking episode eight. Here now, man. We here. Hey, man. Before you get in your bag, man. Let me, let me, let me, let me say something, man. I want to thank everybody who's been listening, man. It's been consistent. That episode two, we got like seventy-two spins. This week we got forty-three, man. And like, I, I really appreciate the love. One of my coworkers, brother, talking. I'm listening, man. Uh, a lot of people show love, man. Uh, shout out to my brother, our, our brother Juice, uh, the boy Drew, the charm guard. He got a podcast, the Messenger podcast, that dropped every Saturday, like clockwork. He got visuals the whole nine yards. He shouted us out on his podcast, so my brother Juice is listening. He will always be Juice to me. Uh, I don't care how many names he has. Yeah, I hear my phone is Juice. Yeah, I hear my phone is Juice. Uh, but the boy Drew, the charm guard, man, him and the real Megan P got a dope podcast, man. That I listen. Once I play it, I don't care what I'm doing. I sit in front of my house and listen to the whole thing, man. Uh, so they showed us some love last night, man. Talked about some stuff we talking about. So a lot of people are listening, man. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you for rocking with us through this this maturation and this growth period, man. Uh, I love it. I love y'all. And uh, we're going to keep coming. And it's only going to get better and better. So thank you. Uh, go ahead, Flush, man. Get in your bag, man. Oh, no. Also, we got to apologize because last week we didn't put out an episode, which won't happen again. You know, we just trying to get a feel for things scheduling. Like I said, we real people. So we got lives and families. So we got to get in where we fit in. But I think we found us a good a good little uh, timing right now. So uh, I am the Flush, man, a.k.a. Jimmy Jump, a.k.a. the Fat Boy, A.K.A. I will call you broadish, no problem. And I am bro, A.K.A. Iceberg Shorty, A.K.A. the King of Controversial Comments. I say what I want, don't at me. All right, let's get to it. How you feeling, bro? Hey, man, I'm feeling great, man. Had a great week, man. Uh, Things are moving. I'm back on regular schedule, man. My kids. Uh, ready to rock, man. School start tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm in a good space, man. You know, mind right, money right, ready for war type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so back to business and basics for me, man. I can definitely dig it. All right, let's let's get to it. Man. What's good with you? I'm chilling, man. I can't. Oh, we tell going it. straight to it. All right, that's back. Get to it, right, right. I'm ready. I'm, I'm gonna go. All right, what's up, EA Sports? All right, let's do it, man. We got a lot to unpack. EA Sports removed Captain, uh, Colin Kaepernick's name from a song. That was on the soundtrack for The Man in 2019. It was a song with YG and Big Sean. They removed his name from the song. Their excuses, they were saying that they didn't think they could use his name, period. Not only as a player, but they couldn't use his name on the game. So his name being said was a problem. Do you think that was a cop-out or they're really just, is it the NFL? What do you, what do you think of the situation? Everything you said, all of the above, I think that it was an excuse. I think that it was a cop-out. I think that the EA Sports response to their base, uh, you got some, you got business analytics people who sit there, man. Ever since that shit happened with college football, the reason that we don't have a college uh, basketball and football video game is because EA Sports got sued. They was using people's likeness. Their their uh, attributes, the their hometown, everything about them they were using with their names uh, to identify some of these people and wasn't paying them right. So they was making billions. That's billions would be of dollars off of the backs of these kids who couldn't get cream cheese for their bagels. Right. That was a real thing up until Shabazz Napier 
won the championship at UConn, and got up there at the press conference and said, I'd be hungry at night. I can't get cream cheese for my bagel, right? So he used that stage and that form to say what he said, right? right. So Tim Tebow sues EA Sports, and then he says, you know, they was using my likeness, yada, 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 and we ain't had an uh, EA Sports video game in, what, four or five years uh, for NCAA. Uh, that's all because Tim Tebow sued them. Um, and rightfully so, man. They make a lot of money off these people, right? So let, let's let's unpack the Colin Kaepernick thing, right? All right. Colin Kaepernick is like a dirty word in this country, right? Because the, the only thing that brings us together in this country is patriotism, right? I was in the Navy during 9-11, so I saw this shit with my own two eyes, how people reacted and the things that they were doing uh, as far as the country go. If you was a, you couldn't go into a bar, restaurant, you know what I'm saying? Store without somebody wanting to give you something. Conflict brings patriotism. It's the only thing that would have somebody who totally hates black people and somebody who totally hates white people to fight back to back is if you fighting for this sovereign land that we call the United States of America, right? Yeah. So that's why I feel bad for people that say, oh, the United States will get invaded one day. You, you, the soldiers ain't what you got to worry about. You got to worry about Uncle Willie who got a stockpile of weapons and you going to walk down the block and he going to light you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to worry about the soldiers in the tanks. We got so many guns in this country, you'd be a fool. You know what I'm saying? To think you're going to invade this place at any point in time. Because shit would be like motherfucking Vietnam. Cats would be jumping out of goddamn going grass patches in the middle of their yard, and they've been had a bunker waiting for this. Right? You know what I'm saying? Tripwires, grenades, the whole nine yards uh, would really go down, man. You, I mean, you know, and you ain't got out of Delaware yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you got to go all the way across the country. But um, so EA Sports says, well, if they say Kaepernick's name, they're gonna, we're going to get some returns, right? Or we can't say Kaepernick's name because technically, well, well there's not a technicality. He's a free agent of the NFL. He, he's not on a retired list. So somebody could definitely go pick him up. You might be able to pick him up on the game. I got to look at it. I don't think he's uh, on the game. I definitely got to look at it. He's on the game. As a free agent? Well, that's wild, too, because the NFL still owns his rights. You know how you can go in there and pick up free agents who ain't got no team? You know what I mean? Like, you know, Dez Bryant's on there. Ain't got no team. Right. I'm not sure. I'm going to check that out. I'm not sure if they got a team on him or not. I think it's really you – know, it's a sticky situation. If I'm EA Sports, I guess they got to be loyal to the NFL. But the NFL, that gives y'all a black eye. The fact that y'all are going so hard to – I mean, y'all have done enough already, haven't you? And I'm, not, I'm not, and I'm not one of them people who who get too worked up about Colin Kaepernick because to me I don't feel like Colin said that. Oh, I want to play no matter what. Let me make a team. He he not, hasn't really spoke out. So the fact that he isn't on the team doesn't bother me as much. I get the I get everything that's going on and how people get upset. But to me, as a football fan, I don't see. First of all, me as a football fan, if I'm the team I like, if he's our starting quarterback, honestly, I'm worried. I'm talking skill set wise and his arm and stuff. So physically, what he's able to do on the football field as, as far as contributing to a team and leading a team, I'm worried. He has to be in a certain system with a certain kind of players around him to succeed, which is hard to do in this NFL. So his style in this NFL isn't probably one that's successful. It was successful for maybe a year and a half when he was under a certain coach, which is Jim Harbaugh. But as an NFL player, I wouldn't be excited to have as – as an NFL fan – I wouldn't be excited to have Colin Kaepernick as my quarterback. But in the same token, what he stands for, it, it's like, all right, y'all, y'all have done enough. Y'all blackballed and can't nobody prove it. 
what, what what is this blocking his name off of a song there? If they have rights to him as a player, then his name being on a song on their soundtrack shouldn't be a problem either, right? It shouldn't be a problem. Like I said, they 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 tried to make a choice, uh, you know, about what they were going to do um, with, you know, as, as far as, uh, you know, how they were going to approach it be based on their revenue. It, the bottom line will always be the bottom line. Right, you know what I'm saying. So it's saying Colin Kaepernick's name worth 1.5 million dollars, or you know what I'm saying, 1.5 billion dollars. Is it worth that? And the answer is no. Right. So somebody right. made a choice, and and you and what you pray and hope is there's not enough backlash based on it. Right. So with the NFL, with EA Sports, what a lot of people in this world want to do is they want Colin Kaepernick to go away. They need a new story. Right. They need a a new thing to push his narrative away from what they got going on. And right. I mean, that's just it. Now let's get to the artist. If you're the artist, if you're a YG, and that's your song, and I've given my song for the soundtrack for EA Sports, for the game man, and you're talking about removing a name is not something explicit, it's not something disrespectful, his name is said on the track. If, you wanna, if they want to remove the name or blank out his name off of my track, how do you approach it? You get what I'm saying? You're an artist. Mm -hmm. You knew who was on that track. Do you pull your track? Mm -hmm. How do we look at YG or Big Sean? I think it's a YG song. As far as them, hey, listen, this is what I gave y'all. I said his name. His name isn't something that's uh, an insult or something that should be blanked. If I said anybody else, any other football player's name, if I said a college football player's name that didn't make it, like Tim Tebow or something like that, you wouldn't take you wouldn't blank it out as an artist. How do you look at the artist who lets it happen or doesn't let it happen? How do you feel about that? Well, that, that's a loaded thing too, man, because uh, a lot of that stuff is predicated on publishing, right? So if you say your publishing rights to the song, um, you know, why'd you get a check? Right. Like, that, like, you know what I'm saying? Again, the bottom line is the bottom line. They can do whatever line. they want. You got that. a check. Right. It was they got backlash, so YG spoke up. You know what I'm saying? But you know, EA Sports put it back, and they're gonna put it back during the update. So that was a choice they made because they got so much backlash behind it. The same reason why the Papa John's boy got fired. You know what I'm saying? Too much backlash. The same people why people step away. You know what I mean? Like they had to do something to Urban Meyer. Like it's the same thing. You know, like, well, they gave everybody three games. Oh, whoop de do. I don't, I bet you, and none of them schools, Big Ten, SEC schools, three games into the season. Nobody can until like game six or seven right. when shit start mattering. Right. You know what I mean? I could coach them to a win. <laughs> so. Let's talk about that a little bit. All right. For those who don't know, Urban Meyer is the coach of the Ohio State Buccaneers football coach. His, um, Buckeyes. Buckeyes. His, his, his uh, assistant coach. Got into a domestic, uh -huh. uh, multiple domestic situations with his wife that were never, uh, charges were never brought up. Am I, am I correct? And he got suspended. Uh, to me, okay, so he got suspended for the fact that he was, he had knowledge of the fact that his assistant coach and his wife had, had different altercations, not, neither, left, neither led to an arrest or charges brought up. But the fact that he knew about it, he didn't, I guess, discipline it or whatever, or whatever, 
he was suspended three games to start the college football season off. I really feel like, honestly, if 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 if, if, if my employee was in a domestic dispute or a domestic situation that I heard about, but they didn't go to jail and uh, no charges were brought up. Is it really my business as a supervisor? I don't think it is. I think there's a line that's drawn, and I think really, I don't really think that man should have got suspended or anything for that. Maybe I'm wrong, but if I'm if I if I work at Papa John's and my uh my cashier, I got word that my cashier had been in the cops that came by his house on multiple occasions for domestic dispute for domestic dispute with his wife, and no charges were brought up, and he didn't do any, and he didn't get locked up. How can I fire him for that? Um, yeah, so, you know, that's, that's loaded, right? So I had a meeting with my team, man. It, my team. And what I said to my team was, I keep still for all. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, So, sorry for the technical difficulties, folks. But, um, you know. My employees, right? And I, I stressed to them that I would lie, cheat, and steal. Uh, so the thing about DV is you don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? You you just don't know. Um, male and female, uh, it works both ways, right? So what you don't know is the, the dichotomy of people's relationships. You don't know if they're going to decide to stay. You don't know if they're going to decide to go. You could be the one who, like, I could get into a situation where I see a man beating on his wife, walk over to him, break it up, you know what I'm saying, start pounding on him, and she come back and shoot me because she genuinely loves him, right? So that that one strike doesn't make make the love go away. Um, You know what I'm saying? That one incident doesn't make the, the love go away. You know, Ray Rice is still with his wife. You know what I'm saying? The the Emily and Fab thing happened. And, you know what I'm saying, we never saw her get beat up or, you know what I'm saying, the teeth missing. We never saw none of that. We heard about him go to jail. He didn't go to jail. He went and turned himself in for whatever reason or however it was reported. And then he turned down a deal that only included him going to a class, which means that he's going to go to a, a grand jury indictment thing and not get indicted. That's going to be the end of it. Right. Because nobody in their right mind says, my nah, dog, I'm not going to take this, go to this online class deal. I'm going to deal with the grand jury. You know why? Because they don't have nothing. It's really baseless. And you know what I'm saying? They together. Last time I saw them, they was on the goddamn beach with their kids and matching outfits. This was like three days ago on IG. Right. You know what I'm saying? Looking like Envy and his wife and them. Um, so, you know, and, and like I said, we didn't see how Emily looked, but we saw how Rihanna looked, right. right? And guess what happened less than two years later? Chris Brown and Rihanna was back together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, we saw how she looked, right? You know what I'm saying? And Chris Brown has repaired his image as much as he possibly could and, you know, been in a different space. But, you know, like, that that's just it, bro. Like, you, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? So what was Urban Meyer supposed to do, right, other than not be the senior person with a secret? So that's what he's being suspended for. Never be the senior person with the secret. I learned that from my military career. Right, so you got to tell somebody up there because you don't want to be the one who says, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's a bad space. And then the next question comes: Well, why didn't you tell us? Yeah. Right, and then it's all bad and downhill from that point. I mean, it's, it's messed up. Yeah, so you know, I think colleges, even with the college, I think the university made a decision just to shut people up more than it being a thing where it's like you feel as though he's really guilty or something. 
I don't think he's I don't think Urban Meyer is guilty of anything. I mean, if if, if we're friends, we're me and you, we're brothers. If I work for you and I've worked for you in the past, and I come to you with my situation because if I didn't come to you, you probably wouldn't know about it. Because like I said, there was no, as far as I know, if I'm correct, there was no arrest, there was no um there was no charges brought up. It was some text messages sent and stuff like that. So I confided in you. Or somebody confided in him about the mm. situations. I mean, it's like, I don't know. In this world now, it's like, you almost can't win. Like, I wouldn't want to be Urban Meyer. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like, you telling me I'm getting in trouble for the fact that him and his wife went through something, and I knew about it, and I didn't punish him for some of the authorities, which is the cops or, you know, the, the, the system, felt, felt was uh, something worth not uh, bringing charges up on. So if the system felt like that, and you know the cops who that's their job to handle these situations. It's not my job as Urban Meyer and the boss to handle domestic situations that aren't even uh, charges that aren't, aren't even brought up on. Get what I'm saying? So I feel like he's uh, listen. I feel like it's, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be the one to say it. Everybody else in the world acting like Urban Meyer did something wrong. I don't think he did anything wrong. He didn't put his hands on nobody. He wasn't there when the cops was called. Why is he being punished for this situation? It makes no sense to me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And and the wild part about it is it was from 2009 when he was in Florida. That's it wasn't even that Ohio. <laughs> like, like, yo, that's crazy, yo. Everybody be getting like like even with the uh the um uh the both uh Tampa Bay quarterback. Um what's his name? I can't think of his name Winston uh uh James Winston. Uh these, these uh -huh. suspensions be from like three years ago, like a motherfucker get changed. Like, y'all spending me for You imagine doing the crowd three years ago. I mean, I don't know, man. This shit is just crazy how you can be a whole different motherfucker and get charged with the shit you did. I'm up, if nine years ago, you know, I done did some shit. I'm a different. In a different school. I'm a different. In a different years school. removed. And you get punished for this shit. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody. Especially, man, it's just like the whole world is just, I don't know, with all this technology, the whole, everybody's watching, and it seems like people do things not because they really want to do, people get punished not because there's anything wrong with it, but the fact that somebody might think it's wrong, or somebody might boycott, or somebody might have something to say about it, you make a decision instead of making a decision as a CEO or wh whoever you are. Uh, uh Come on, some of these things mm -hmm. is ridiculous. I feel like some of these things is just like you want to shut people up and not have a you know a little uh, backlash from it. So you do these things that like the Urban Meyer thing. I don't think it's fair. I don't think he deserves the suspension. If you don't like what I got to say, you can kiss my ass. I don't care. That's how I feel about it. What's uh, what they say? Uh, I can't even think of what I want to say right now. I want to say some tough guy shit, but I, I can't think of it right now. It's too early in the morning. But I don't care. That's how I feel about it. That's it on that one. That man should be. Yeah, so he's gonna miss. He's gonna miss Oregon State, Rutgers, and TCU. Two home games and an away game. That they're going to win anyway. Then somebody was right. They beat Rutgers fifty-six to nothing last year. I heard. I heard. You know, little sports. You know, shows us he should be fired. No, fired for what? He didn't beat his. He didn't. He didn't beat his wife up. They didn't want to take this man's job. But his employee. You guilty by association, bro. You guilty by association. Come on, man. It's crazy.
This is crazy. I'm, I'm going to leave that alone, man. Hey, hey, Urban Meyer, you got me in your corner, dog. You got me in your corner. All right, tell me this, though. How do you feel about... How do you feel about um do you check the comments and likes on your on your woman? How do you feel about your woman checking your likes and comments on your social media and her checking your likes and comments on yours? What brings this up to me is the uh Dwayne Wade and um and Jimmy Jimmy Butler thing where uh Jimmy Butler said some comments under uh Gabrielle Unions, some pictures that she took. Where you know you can see a little breast, you know it's a little, you know you can see a little outline of some things, and he made some comments. Now, what's funny is the fact that Jimmy Butler and Dwayne Wade were teammates at one. So, I don't know how serious to take the situation, but uh, how do you feel about you know? Do you check, um, you know, who likes or comments under your woman's pictures? Uh, do you, uh, how do you feel about her? Uh. No, <laughs> I'm saying like, uh, let, let me be very clear. I hate social media, right? Uh, in January, right? So, like, I really only get on there if I'm trying to do something or have something to say, right? I I wouldn't have a, a damn Facebook if it wasn't for this vet group, to be honest, right? Because I don't messiness. Um, and, and I'm just not going, I don't feel like doing that, you know what I'm saying? There's been jokes in the past because. Uh, we follow some of the same people, so it'd be like like another picture, and, and we'll laugh about it, you know, because you like you can see who's liking the pictures, right? You know, what I'm saying because when you're when you're friends with a certain person, it lets you know that your friend has also liked this right. picture. Uh, you know what I mean? So it, it's been jokes with like another picture. I dare you. Did I tell you that? So it, it's funny, but I don't think it's it's you know anything malicious or anything like. So I, I'm I just don't want to do it. And and I really don't care. Say what you want to say. Like, I'm not worried. I'm not bothered. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In all honesty and all actuality, I'm not checking for that. Um, I, no, I'm, I'm on Twitter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Only I'm on Twitter for real, real heavy because I follow so many people uh, when it comes to my cryptocurrency. Outside of that, I just wouldn't do it, man. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? Give me Snapchat all day. That should disappear in a day anyway. Uh, so, so whatever mistake I might have made is gone in 24 hours. Don't worry about it. All right, here's my take. My take. How you feel? My take on it is like this. It goes back to that ignorance is bliss thing. You get what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit back. Mm-hmm. First of all, I have I have to have enough trust in in my in my in my in my spouse or in my partner to trust the fact that even if somebody says something, she's not entertaining it. My my saying is this. If you don't nobody, if you don't want nobody to look at your girl, I like your girl, get your ugly girl, and I guarantee you somebody will like her. You get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, gonna have bliss. Don't go looking for it. You get what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. You get what I'm saying? Now disrespect. If it gets to a point where it's disrespectful, there's nothing wrong with you know. If she brings it to you, like I said, I'm not looking for anything. So if it's brought up, I mean, what you gonna do to somebody who lives in Colorado? You get what I'm saying? Like. If he say what he got to say to you or got something, you know, explicit to say or whatever, what can you do? You can't put your hands on him. He's all the way in Colorado. You get what I'm saying? But I definitely feel like ignorance is bliss. That's not something I go looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if you don't want nobody liking your girl, or first of all, it's broadish to go looking, dog. Very broadish. Not like mm-hmm. a chick. You're like, you're on, a, you're, you're on your broad drink. Definitely, if you're checking to see who likes mm-hmm. you're confronting her on, oh, yeah, boy, left her heart underneath you. Come on, man. Let it go. 
Don't even do that. You know, let it go, man. It's not even worth it. So I really, like I said, ignorance is bliss. I don't go looking to see nothing. You get what I'm saying? I don't, I don't go look. Yeah, like, I don't, I, I'm not arguing with people. I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going, I'm not. What you, you going to do? Playing Honestly. Right, what you going to do? I'm, I'm, I, yo, I'm done with arguing. Like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not going to argue with you. That's why we listen to that ply shit. You know what I'm saying? You mad. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Leave me alone. I'm trying to get some money. <laughs> like, that's, that's the Drake joke. <laughs> that ain't the Drake joke. It is Drake, but it's ply. Oh, that's ply's talking? Yeah, that's Plies talking. I never knew that. He did that video. Yeah, he just added to it. Yeah, you mad. You big mad. <laughs> yeah, that's Plies. All right. All right, so we already went into the, what was the best year in hip-hop? But when did you know? When did you fall in love? When did you just was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever? What? I know there was a time for me, the time when I knew, like, I always liked music. I always liked rap music. But when I heard Life After Death, Notorious B.I.G., Life After Death, it changed something in me. Like, it was like, I knew this was a great thing, but when I heard that, it was like the best thing I ever heard in my life. Maybe because I was at an age, in 97, I was 15, so maybe I could, you know, comprehend more and, you know, get a sense more. I was I was off the step a whole lot more than I was before that. You get what I'm saying? I was seeing a lot more things, mm-hmm. so then when I started hearing the rhymes, it all started making sense. I can remember when I first heard kicking the door, waving the 4-4, I thought he had 44 niggas with him. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't know he had a 4-4. Like, I ain't know he had the thing on him. I'm thinking waving, like he's waving in 44 niggas. Like, they about to jump this ball with 44 guys. You get what I'm saying? Then as I got older, I started being like, oh, that's a 4-4. That's a gun. You feel what I'm saying? So I started making, it started making more sense to me. But that album right there was it. Like, that's where the light bulb clicked on for me. And then everybody know I used to rap. So Big was just like that. The way he broke it down, like, the Big would be, t- it's, it's real life with Big, because you hear Big rapping, and Big would be telling the story in a rap. And in that story he's telling, he'll tell another story. And it was just so dope, just the creativity, the mind of that man. And it was just like, it turned me out. That's when I knew, like, I love hip-hop. Um, so for me, uh, and let me, let me break this down a little bit, right? So my pops was 30 years older than me, right? So I listened to a lot of R&B of the 80s. I was in my R&B bag, right? You know what I'm saying? I had my tapes. I had my my uh, N.E. Heartbreak album. I was definitely in my R&B bag, right? right. Uh, so the 90s came around, and I was listening to a couple of things and, you know, just getting out there, going outside. Uh, when I used to go down to my grandmother's house and it'd be me and my cousin Jason, uh, we would listen to the boot camp click. You know what I'm saying? We would listen to, you know, that Helter Skelter album. Like, it, it, like I don't even remember what year it was, man. Uh, R.I.P. to Jason, by the way, man. I love you, cuz. Um, that's the, like, the type of shit we was on. And Onyx, right? Uh, but I can tell you the day that I, I, like, I used to listen. I heard stuff. I didn't really understand what things meant, right? But I, I can pinpoint it to the day and I can tell you where I was at when, when I felt, you know what I'm saying, in love with it for real. Uh, so 
it was 1996, Howard Homecoming. I was on my way from Baltimore to D.C., and I was sitting in the back seat of my cousin Cool's probably Q45 was maximum. I think it was his Q45, right? I'll have to, I'll fact check that. He'll let me know for sure. Uh, shout out to my cousin Cool, man. Um, it was him and my big brother Bert, right? They came to scoop me up. Um, and uh, we listened to some KRS One stuff at first, and then he he put uh, he put Jay Z on, right? Uh-huh. So I I'm listening. I'm like, who's this? He like Jay Z. I'm like, oh okay. He said, listen to this. And him and Bert had already knew the words. And so I'm sitting in the back as a youngin. Don't have my driver's license yet. I'm ready to get my L's. Uh, and my, I, this might have been the year that I had when I break my ankle. I thought I broke my ankle in ninety. Yeah, I broke my ankle in ninety six. So I had a boot on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm walking around with a boot on because that's why I didn't get my license late. Okay, yeah, I had a boot on my foot because uh, I broke my ankle playing football. Right. And I'm sitting in the back. They cut on a song, Twenty Two Twos. Classic. And I listened. I listened to every word Ho said, and it wasn't until the very end of the song that I realized what he had just did. And that day, I said, yo, rap is the most genius shit on the planet. I tell people all the time, if you can freestyle for real and make it make sense, just like putting words together in your mind as you go and tell a story, and if you're really good at it, it's fucking crazy. It's the best genre in music. I don't care what anybody says. You know how complex hip-hop is? And then people... How complex it can be, because... Right. right now, some... No. Right. And uh, I mean, real shit. I'm not talking about no now shit. I don't need... You know what I mean? I'm not even knowing that. You know what I'm saying? How complex a real rapper can be. I be listening to the whole shit now, and I know every whole album is still right. catching shit. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, stay like, oh, I can't believe he said that, or understanding how something in the world ties into this and what he meant by that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, when he said, "I ain't your token, nigga," I make you turn style. I was like, "Whoa!" You, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Double entendre. You know what I'm saying? Triple entendre. People don't even under- know what the word entendre means. You know what I'm saying? But to make something mean three different things is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, and put it in the rhyme. And then him being an artist that, you know, nobody's ever seen a book of rhymes. He don't write shit down. I've never heard somebody say, whole line, I, I've seen the book. And, and after all these years, that would have right. came out, especially with social right. media. Somebody would have said, whole got a book of rhymes and that, that he'll write shit down is bullshit. And Big didn't write shit down either. God rest the day. You know what I'm saying? That's just the thing. It's crazy that you say that because I was listening to Unbelievable, uh, you know, on my playlist, and he said, uh, he says, uh, it, we're bored it back because Jay said, uh, on uh, Friend of Foe, take this ice up for the nice of some scene and please, yo, tell Big it's unbelievable. And on Unbelievable, Big say, uh, yeah, pour some ice out for the nice of some scene, some shit like that. I can't think of it right now. I knew it, but I didn't even peep how deep. I, I I knew when Jay when Jay said it like uh, when Jay said uh, take this ice up for nice as I'm seeing and please yo tell Big he's unbelievable 
And it was another part when I was unbelievable mm-hmm. that I didn't, I peeped how, you know, Big said about the, I didn't peep it until just now. And I heard unbelievable and, and, um, friend of foe so many times, but I didn't know how much, how deep Jay went into it with them little couple bars. That was just like, that was just mm-hmm. like, I knew what he was saying, but I didn't know how deep it was until now. And we talk about, it's been 20 years with these songs been out and I've heard these songs maybe a thousand times, but I dig what you're saying. Whereas though, especially with Jay, Jay has like, uh, he, he said, uh, like short sleeves, are bare arms. Like, you know what I'm saying? It'd be the little shit that Jay said. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mace, I bring more beef than that Islamic farm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you can't, mm-hmm. like, there's nothing more beautiful in the world than catching that and it clicking for you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, when he was like, when Mace was like on the on, on the, what was it, the cruel summer, cruel summer joint, he was like, I bumped the loon. He like, well, I salam alaikum. You know, I ain't like bosom a nigga. I'm about my bacon, bro. <laughs> that shit okay. goes on. But we like so many ghosts in my garage. They think my house haunted. So many ghosts in my garage, and you gotta even know what a ghost is for to even compare that right. reference. You know right. what I'm saying? It's the beautiful thing of it. Y'all always want to ask you this, yo. This is out of nowhere, yo. Fife Dog or Q-Tip? Are you crazy? Fife was, yo, Fife was that nigga, dog. Fife was that nigga, dog. I agree. You, you I, totally disagree, <laughs> though. I, I like Fife, but Fife was, it wasn't nothing like Fife on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, um, Tribe Called Quest track, dog. When you put Fife in there, and I can't think of that, that, uh, that Siemens Furniture line. He said, "Bust off on your bed, now you or bust off on your something that you got steaming furniture, some other shit." <laughs> Fight was that work. All right, listen. So I need, I need your top five. Your personal top five. You don't gotta be the top five rappers of all time. I need your personal top five. I got a request for that. Personal top five, right now. All right. Hold. Biggie. Wayne. Ludacris. Joe Button. All right. My personal top five. We get okay. My personal Listen. top five. Big. The locks is one entity. <laughs> <laughs> the locks is one. Yo, yo, bro. Every fucking. I can't break the locks up. So big. The locks. Big the locks. Jay Z, Beanie Siegel, and Fab. I'm curious, why is it Nas in your top five? He's not mine either. I'm just curious. <laughs> okay. Um, I like Nas. I, he's in my top ten. He's just not in my top five uh, for the things I like to hear uh, from rappers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like when, when people make shit. You know, before the block was hot. And I was like, yeah, there's no way this dude from New Orleans because he ain't sound like BG. He ain't sound like Turk. He damn sure ain't sound like Juvie. And he definitely ain't sound like Baby. And I said, oh, this motherfucker right here is going to be the star. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we see how, saw how that worked out. Because uh, he was. You know, he had a whole album where he wasn't cursing except for on one song when he was young. Right? Which is hard to do for people who curse a lot. You know what I'm saying? One of that the song where like, well, I, I don't curse, but fuck this on this verse, man. Fuck the world. Something, something, something. My mama had a little girl. You know what I'm saying? His daughter, Regina, like 21. Right. So that, that's how old that, you know what I'm saying, that joint is. Uh, just, you just fast forward and through time. But um, 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, and I normally get the wild reaction when I tell people Joe Budden in my top five, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but you you had to have been around that whole Clue mixtape scene when he was on Desert Storm and watch what happened to him at Def Jam and then watch who he is today, right? You know what I'm saying? And, like, Cash wasn't battling Joe, you know? The smoke, you know, you know what I mean? For a, lot, for a lot of reasons. Because boy can rap. Right. See, I'm not shocked by that because the bars. I know. But, you know, every time we had that conversation, yeah, every time we had that I'm conversation, people go towards the hits. And then I stopped talking they, to you. Like, he's not in my top five, but I, I understand why you went there because the bars is, you can't touch the bars. He's nice. It's like Luda. Yeah. Luda, nice. Like, niggas don't, niggas ain't what the STI. Yeah. So, uh, right. Because you worth a couple hundred grand, man, not worth millions. Nobody talking to you and your PC. So please stay off the T. So please go to T.I.P. in my dick. Bars, dog. Bars. All right, yo, you up? Well, he's like, pimping be easy. Quick, catch your feelings. That's just so hard. Yo, all the little, listen. See, that's what I'm saying. People don't catch the blow. He coming at you like, you know, that's how T.I. used to talk, that pimping be easy. He coming at him so crazy. If you don't listen to rap for real, you're not going to catch on to how crazy he coming at T.I. on that joint. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Niggas done never want that smoke. Who who said something? Drake said, no, Big Sean yeah. said something one time to Luda. It's not a man. That's not a uh, tree you want to climb. Yo, you watch that? Yeah, don't get it twisted because he, he doing other shit. Right, please. Luda vicious, dog. Yo, you uh, you finished Animal Kingdom season three? I have not on the last episode. <laughs> like, I, I tried. I, I've been tired, bro. But I tell you, I've been working. I've been working. I was and I was trying to catch up on it all, but I did not watch the season finale. But you can talk about it. I'm gonna watch it today. If you listen, if you not watch, it's certain shows on TV, man. I'm telling you, I'll put you on. I'm talking to the world. I ain't even talking to you. I'll put you on. Animal Kingdom, it come on TNT. Go through your fire stick. Get your terrarium, the app terrarium on your fire stick. Step your game up. I'm telling you, must see TV, man. Great show, man. And I just, oh, man, that's the finale, bro. Smurf, listen, the young boy, Jay, that's my young boy. He about to take over. He about to get Smurf out of there. Smurf the river the wrong way. But I ain't gonna, we ain't gonna get to, I'm, 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 I'm not gonna do that right now. We going, I'm gonna leave that right there where is that. We might have to come back to that one. All right, uh, I got something to say real quick. I got some on my mind. I think we should be saying now. I think, honestly, people have gone the wrong way with this. Uh, the 29th of August, Michael Jackson will be, would have been 60 years old. I'm not talking about anything as far as personal stuff, media stuff, or, you know, all the things that, you know, have been said about Michael Jackson. I'm just talking about the all the work, the, the numbers and the 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 quality. I'm sorry, people want to put that that Prince and Mike in the same category type thing. And don't get me wrong, Prince is great, but Michael Jackson sits in a place musically that nobody else will ever touch. I was crazy. What made you think about that? We watch we watching uh we was watching um Moonwalker last night with the kids. I don't know how it came up. Throw Moonwalker on. And at the beginning, they paint all this Mike shit. Dog, Mike got so many fucking hits, it's crazy. Crazy. 
Then you do the numbers. I think Off the Wall did 20 million. Though Jay Z best album did 5 million. Off the Wall did 20 million. Thriller did 60 million. And then Bad did 100 million records sold. There's nothing in the world, there's no artist in the world that will ever be able. And then motherfuckers was passing the fuck out at the concerts. It was like they had fucking, they had ambulances and cops around, not because they're going to get crazy, but because motherfuckers was passing out like it was nothing, man. Just, oh my God, Mike, ah! And just fainting, and they got to take these motherfuckers to the fucking ambulance. Ain't nothing fucking with Mike musically. I'm sorry. Rumble me. I don't care. Prince I'm, was great. Prince ain't touching Mike. I'm sorry. Uh, I can. I was saying, like, I agree. I, I don't really have anything to add other than what you said. Like, that, I mean, that's gonna be the greatest argument. That's kind of, you know, a la LeBron James, Michael Jackson. Um, the I can say about Prince is Prince played a lot of instruments, right? Right. Um, and he was an uber-talented person because he, he did a lot. Um, so people would like to have that argument and put some of the, the, the two of the greatest artists of their time who came up together in that same category. Um, and the saddest part about it all is neither one of them are here right now to continue that on. Um, that's the saddest part, right? So, you know, pick who you want to pick, but I would love to have new music uh, from both of them, or you know, what I'm saying, you know, I was gonna go to the "This Is It" uh, tour, and you know, what I'm saying, figure this out and, and see what's up, man. And like, just to hear his voice on the on the on the Drake joint, "Don't Matter to Me," is is amazing as well. Um, so, you know, just to just to see what he's saying, man, and, and hear and hear it, man, and and you know, before Neo was trash, I was like, he's the closest thing vocally to Michael Jackson. Uh, well, the things he can sing and the, you know the octave he can do, kind of like Jaheen was the closest thing to uh, to uh, Luther, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I only want to hear Luther tribute to got Jaheen. I only want to hear Michael Jackson tribute to got Neo in it. Uh, so I was thankful to be around when you know when you know when he passed away. It's crazy that he passed away on my my cousin Jordan's birthday. So I, I can't wish him a happy birthday and not think about you know what I'm saying Michael Jackson not being here no more June 25th. Um, so, like, it was just a matter of, damn, dog, we, we just don't have that, that artistry anymore. And just to see the things that are happening now, and, you know, Aretha Franklin being gone. And, you know, what I'm saying? it's just like, you know, it's just a matter of time before all these beloved people that we love left. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Barry White, you know what I'm saying, been gone for a while. And, and it's, it's, you know, so is Luther. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, we've just been losing the people that we grew up and loved, man, because life just happens to get older. You heard Robin Leach died the other day? Yeah, yes, I used to love watching Lifestyle. Yeah, like, it, I mean, but it's, it came and went. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Robin Leach did, 76. Uh, who was I at? I seen that. I did see that. Yo, you seen Jaheim lately, though? He looked bad. Yeah, he looked a little crackish. Like, he hanging with DMX. Yeah, it's all bad. What you think about Jennifer Hudson playing Aretha Franklin? She can do it, dog. Yeah, J Hud, she she get it done. As good as she is, why don't we ain't, we ain't worried about as this? Good as she is, why don't we see more of her? She really be on ice, like J Hud be on chill for real. Um, 
right. I, I mean, like, you know, the, the industry is the industry, man. They're going to pump who they want to pump, and they're going to be who they're going to be. Like, you know, the fact that, you know, Marsha Ambrosius isn't a bigger artist than she is, right. the fact that Jasmine Sullivan isn't a bigger artist than she is, like, I got Jasmine Sullivan. The reality show, that should knock from the <laughs> beginning to the end. <laughs> huh? I didn't even know she had a reality show. No, the, the album. Her album called Reality oh, Show. Wow. Okay. She had a drink on with Kiss called Smoke yeah, yeah, Guns, man. If you ain't never heard that song, that's not that yeah. song. Definitely. She killed that drink. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, and, and certain people don't care. You don't want, you, you, you're tired of getting blackballed by the industry and, and not being put out there the way you want to be put out there. Uh, you know, you know what's crazy, man? What I've been hearing, the conversations, man, that I think is absolutely blasphemy. People would think that Beyonce wouldn't be. Able to, have we talked about this yet? What Beyonce and Aaliyah? I don't remember. Oh, Beyonce um, wouldn't be what? People don't believe that. Yeah, Beyonce wouldn't be as great as a star as she is if Aaliyah was still alive. <laughs> and I ask people, have you ever seen? I, right, I ask people when when they, they bring it up, like oh, we talking about in the barber shop. Uh, shout out to my barber boss. Um, he asked me the question when he was cutting me up yesterday, like, yo, and, and he wholeheartedly believed that Beyonce wouldn't be a bigger star or as big as she is if Aaliyah was still alive. And I said, yeah, have you ever heard Beyonce sing live? And his answer was no. And I asked my man LJ, you know what I'm saying? You think, have you ever heard Beyonce sing live? And they both said no. And I said, so what are y'all basing this on? Like, like you, you can't be one-sided when it comes to anything, right? Um, so when people say they don't like certain artists, and I'm like, have you listened to it? Well, no, I just I just don't like it. Like, well, you know, but you, you're being biased at that point. I can watch something and tell you I don't like it. You know, so I can't like, oh no, I ain't fucking with it. You know, what I'm saying? I, I I can listen to all these new artists. I just don't like it because they're not saying nothing for me. And I come from a space where hip hop has su- substance. So if I don't have substance in my hip hop, it's not for me. Exactly. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? I <laughs> like, and, that, and that's just it. it, it yeah, I'm listening. No, I think more of it being a thing where it's though it might not be a Sierra. You get what I'm saying? But Aaliyah was a whole mm-hmm. other, a whole other space, a whole other energy. I feel like Beyonce, like you said, Beyonce can sing her ass off, real life, dancing and everything. She be dancing, killing the stage, mm-hmm. singing and killing it. I think like if you was going to compare somebody to Aaliyah or trying to be Aaliyah, it would be a, a Sierra or something like that. But there is no comparing. I mean, Aaliyah was great, and who knows? Aaliyah was doing movies and stuff like that. You know, who knows if she would have even continued to sing as much as she sings. She might be a full, full, you know, full-fledged movie star by now. You get what I'm saying? But I don't ever think, like, that Beyonce money, Beyonce, what Beyonce do is a whole other thing by herself. You never said how you feel about Jay Hudson as, as a reaper, though. No, I'm fine with it. I mean, like, you know, she she's a great actress, so, so she'll be able to pull it off and do it. You know what I'm saying? And she's the, the right temperament. She has the right tone. She's the right size. You know, so all of those things are fine. She'll be able to do it. So, I mean, you know, even her, her and Dream Girl, I thought that that was about Aretha in Dream Girl. It was <laughs> like, I thought kind of like the five the five heartbeats was like the Temptations. Right. You know what I mean? I thought Dream Girls was about the Supremes. Jay Hudson's skinny now. I think I don't uh, know. I had to go. Yeah, right, right. I, I, when I said... When I say size, she ain't uh, Kelly Rowland size. When you know, what I mean, like she can she can be smaller than she was, but she ain't skinny. Last time I seen some shit with her, 
She might have been, and Kelly Rowland got thick now. But she she was pretty small lately. I don't know. Like I said, it's been a long time since I seen. You know, I guess you know you made she make her money and she chill and she fall back and you know fall you know fall off the face of the earth. But last time I, I remember her having music out, she was quite skinny. She's but I'm a little right skinny right now. I'm looking at her right now. Oh yeah, how's she looking? Yeah, she looking a little skinny. I she a little skinny. Oh yeah, she definitely skinny. Oh jeez. Yeah right. I know, bro. <laughs> Some of that on her. No offense to the uh, skinny women out there, that, you know, but you know, ain't nothing wrong with having a little meat on you. Shout out to the women. Yeah, she, she, uh, shout out to ladies, you know, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you dealing with broadish men if you got a problem with your gut. I want you to know that. Yeah, all right. Let me let me ask you this though back to relationships. How do you mm. feel? Do you go through your wife's? Do you go through your wife's phone? How do you feel about your wife going through your phone? What'd you say, bro? Right. This is my only thing. I don't care about none of that stuff. I'm only going to say this and I'm going to leave it alone. Women. First of all, as men, if you go through the phone, it's very broadish. Definitely broadish capital letters. You in the way. Women. This is my twist. When y'all go through a man's phone and y'all find something, there's a bunch of negative energy that's going to be given because of what you found in this phone. My thing is this. If you go through a man's phone and you don't find nothing, that energy that would have been negative, you need to find a way to use that in a positive way for that man. Period. That's how I feel about it. You're going to get cussed out. All that energy that would have been used, if you found something, there needs to be a reward for a man when you look through his phone and you don't find nothing. Even if he don't know you're looking through his phone, there needs to be something in a positive way, that energy that you would have had that would have been cussing him out and kicking him out or whatever, needs to be used in a way that rewards that man. Because y'all got all this energy. I'm saying some women. Some women who go, you got all this energy and all this cuss out and all this energy when you find something. When you don't find nothing, you're quiet as a church mouse. No. I need that energy used in some form or fashion, whether it's cooking that man's favorite meal or whatever, or in a bedroom or whatever, to reward him the same way you would have punished them if you found something. I'm done, bro. Mm -hmm. So what's part yeah, of it? Right um, uh, I'm going to tell you what's grinding my gears. Uh, all right, go. What's grinding my gears is, okay, you know the time of the year it is. I'm not a single man anymore, but it's that time of the year where they call it um, cuffing season, right? Cuffing season. Cuffing season. It's going there. Girl, be careful. There's a lot of Homeless men out here is looking for somewhere to stay for the winter. And there is. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of women mm -hmm. out here that's looking for a place to stay even after a nigga don't want them. I've been through that situation, and mm -hmm. I know a couple guys who are going through that situation. In the state of Pennsylvania, if you could be paying all the bills in the household and somebody living there, and you can't just kick them out because you want to kick them out, even if they're not contributing to the home at all. And there's women out here mm -hmm. who think they bad, who think they bad bitches when they really the other term, the other double B, and that's bum broads that will live with you right. and, and know that they can't get kicked out and stay under a roof that they're not one of them, yet and still still be there, and that man don't want them. First of all, what kind of woman are you? What kind of person are you, period? If a woman don't want me, I, I will be out in a half hour, no problem. And pack up the rest of my stuff because I'll be back for that. 
what kind of woman a person, what kind of woman are you, bum broads out there, that will sit back and stay somewhere where you're not wanted and still live there? And your excuse is, oh, I get mail here. And you rock with that. Yeah. You are bum broad. Definitely. And there's a lot of them out there. So don't be wrong. Is there men out there that, that's looking for somewhere to stay? Yes. And there's women out there that don't know how to leave when their time is up because I get mail here. <laughs> oh man. Um that's funny. Uh, like yeah. I I we I've been there too. Uh I, and like I mean, you know, like I'm tired of our ghetto colloquialisms, right? So, you know, right at the cuffing season is tax season. So, you know, January 1st going to come around, everybody going to be posting shit about tax money and you getting this. And this. I just hate all of our seasons. And it goes right in like sundress season and then the summer kind of cool down and it's cuffing season and we just do it all over and over and over again. Right. Um, motherfucker, you was a bum all year. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you're trying to figure out where you're going to stay because the winter's coming around, nigga, you've been struggling all fucking year. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just try to be in a, in a different space uh, mentally, man. Things that I got going. See, say it was grinding, right? But I don't think about, like, was grinding my gears, man. Uh, is is like not. Yeah. Yeah. So what's grinding my gears, man? I guess I could say is, uh, you know, not protecting your coworkers, right? You know, what I'm saying those people are literally your family, right? Um, and I can tell you about a couple of mine, right? Um, uh, you know, having personal relationships outside of work. You know, what I'm saying. I'm in a group chat with my brothers, uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it's live, um, and and we have a good time. Uh, and, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, us being us, man, and it's really cool. Uh, another one, you know, has a lot of family stuff going on, so we, we're there for each other, as do I, so I can talk, you know what I'm saying? A couple of uh, other ones, we're, we're business partners, and um, you know what I'm saying, in our crypto space. So, you know, we, we get money at work together and we're also trying to enhance and better each other's lives outside of it because we all on the same mission for something greater, right? So these people are genuinely my friends. Eight text messages from, you know what I'm saying, Fave and Web since we've been recording and it's literally about business, right? You know what I'm saying? We're literally... I mean, I wake up every morning at four o'clock in the morning to get my life in order. And if it's four ten and Fave hasn't sent me a message about some crypto, I'm worried about if she's still alive because this is what we do every day, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's going on. Um, so I just can't. And, and you know how I am. And you know, we we came up in that space, right? right. Uh, you know, from oh, yeah, that's Neve, oh, that's Rel, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He'll, he'll know me, I don't know him, we'll have no problems, we straight. To literally living together and being together every single day, you know what I'm saying? Getting on road trips, doing some of the wildest shit, partying every night and having these memories forever, you know what I'm saying? To the point where don't come in his house on Sunday talking to us. Don't come in his house on Thursday night talking to us. Chappelle on, I don't give a fuck if the house is on fire. You know right. what I'm saying? The wire is on, don't introduce us to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Who making the hoagies? Who making the chicken wings? You know what I'm saying? Rel and Neef on the couch. There's nothing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? 
the smartphones was just coming on. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, what was I at? What was the last thing you heard me say? Um, we talking about uh, Thursday nights and Sunday nights not coming in. We watching. We watching TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we, you know, what I'm saying we, we, we went from bitches to blood couldn't make us thicker. You know what I'm saying, or closer. At, and, and, I mean, very fast, right? So you thought that I was doing some real shit, and I was just being me, right? You know what I'm saying? How I drove past my house, you know what I'm saying, to take you home, and didn't ask you for a dollar, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's just how I get down. Right, and I I don't know, you know what I'm saying, who was in your space before, you know what I'm saying, but if that's just how I get down. So right. for me, it was it was me being me, and you know the, the, the famous saying is real recognize real. You know what I'm saying? You looking familiar? Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, so you know we went from oh that's just them two, you know what I'm saying? They know each other, they speak, they are coworkers to yo, this is my brother, you know what I'm saying? We family, you know what I'm saying? I called his mom, mom. He called my mom, mom. And you know what I'm saying? Dad is pop. And you know what I'm saying? That's just it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and, you know, we, we've been who we've been for, for so many years now, just based off of, off of those things, right? Um, so you, you don't know who's going to be in your life moving forward. And you don't know what form they're going to come in. Uh, so protecting the people around you that you literally go through life with every day, uh, especially your coworkers, because you spend more time with them than you do your actual family. You know right. what I'm saying? So it, it's easy for them to become family, and and they get to know you, and you get to know them, and you know see all the things that they experience in life, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, so you know what I'm saying? That I mean, really, was grinding my gears is protect those around you, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody not gonna be in your corner. Everybody not gonna be in your life and in your circle. But you know the people that are, man, you know, really, really hold them close and, and make sure that, you, you know, you look out for them uh, and they look out for you. But that's all I really got, bro. All right, well, we're going we gonna to go ahead and stop it right here. This is Brothers Talking Episode 8. We appreciate everybody who comes out and listens and um, who goes back and listens. Like I said, if you listen to Episode 1, you know, we're getting better. But Episode 1 was terrible, and we're getting better and we're growing, and we appreciate the support. Uh, I want to shout out my homie Merce, uh, real is rare. She got the uh, she got the gear out here in Philly, uh, t-shirts, hats. She's doing her thing. You know, I want to shout her out because she 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 went you know to the furthest extent to make sure she shouted out the podcast. Um, anybody with any ideas, any topics, criticisms, please hit us up. No problem. Uh, we taking all that. That's a bet, man. Uh, I love y'all. Appreciate the love. I really thank you. If you got anything for us, please let us know. We're going to keep it coming. We're going to be consistent with it. Uh, we're going to keep dropping when we're going to drop. Um, and everything, uh, we definitely uh, going to figure out another way. Um, I got an idea, uh, but I'll, I'll talk to you about that offline, Neef, uh, once something happens and we'll be able to do something twofold and incorporate other people. Um, yeah, I, That's been the question. Yeah, A lot of people are like, when y'all going to do a guest? When y'all going to do a guest? Uh, my cousin Jordan was like, y'all went in. You know what I'm saying? We, we wanted to say stuff. Nice. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know I want to get Ashley on. Uh, my cousin Cool, you know what I'm saying? Definitely Juice. Uh, we, we we definitely got to figure out something, man. So uh, we'll wrap uh, and figure out how we're going to do that. Oh, yo, shout out Jordan too, man. It's been a lot of years, bro, but it's still all love. I got to get out, be more, get with you, though. Definitely, we got to figure something out.
Yeah, man. All right, bro. I love you, man. I love you too, man. Episode eight, we out. Peace. Episode eight, we on.